family. This is Eleanor Roden. Welcome to We Are Family Prayer. Hi, family. This is Kirk A. Freeman, Sr. Please get your paper and pens ready to write down scriptures we will be using tonight. Starting a journal of the scriptures to read and meditate upon will be very beneficial for you. Salvation. Now that we have salvation, what do we do? Family, we focused on the Great Commission. This commission was given to followers of Christ. We know because Jesus told us in Matthew 28, verses 16 to 20 in the NIV version, then the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him. But some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. For me, the commission goes hand in hand with salvation. While salvation is a free gift, we have obligations because love is a verb. It was the love of God that gave us Jesus in John 3:16. This was an action. And if we are to be like our Father, shouldn't we also put love into action? The disciples were dispatched by Christ to make more disciples, and that's an action. The purpose of a disciple is to make more disciples. Look at the Bible scriptures. What did the disciples do? They traveled the world preaching the gospel, teaching others to obey everything that Jesus commanded them to do. In response, Jesus promised the disciples that he would be with them always to the very end of the age. This was a verb tense of love. I would tell my students, we use verbs in a sentence to show action. That's right, Eleanor and family. We need to be connected to the Lord 24-7. There is no bench time. To be connected to the Lord 24-7, Christ promised a comforter. In John chapter 14, verses 26, it reads, But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Let's read this scripture so that we see it in context, or should I say let's reread it so that we see it in context and in power. John chapter 14, verses 20 through 30 in the NIV version. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keep them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Then Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said, But Lord... Why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus replied, Anyone who loves me will obey my teaching. 
My father will love them, and we will come to them and make our home with them. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. You heard me say, I am going away. I am coming back to you. If you loved me, you would be glad that I am going to the Father. For the Father is greater than I. I have told you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe. I will not say much more, for the prince of this world is coming. He has no hold over me, but he comes so that the world may learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has commanded me. Come, let us leave. Hallelujah. Wow. This is such great food. God's word. Family, we set a goal this week of focusing upon after the resurrection. What's left for us to do? How can we use God's word and apply it to what needs to be done today? I think we have several answers to this in John chapter 14, verses 20 through 31. We know we are praying for the salvation of our loved ones. It's in this passage, John chapter 14, verse 26. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. It is the Holy Spirit that will fill us and teach us. Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 to 23. But the fruit produced by the Holy Spirit within you is divine love and all its varied expressions. Joys that overflows, peace that subdues, patience that endures, kindness in action, a life full of virtue, faith that prevails, gentleness of heart, strength of spirit. Never set the law above these qualities, for they are meant to be limitless. Can we take this before our family members that don't use it or have the gift of salvation? Can we show the love that is given to us, God? Yes, we can, with the help of the Holy Spirit. How do we live using the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit? Kirk, it begins with listing the nine fruits of the Spirit. I like the Passion Translation. Number one, divine love. Number two, the joy that overflows into others. Number three, peace that subdues. Number four, patience that endures or long-suffering. Number five, kindness in action. Number six, a life full of virtue or goodness. Number seven, faith that prevails. Number eight, gentleness of heart. Number nine, strength of spirit or self-control. These gifts are ours. The question is, when and how do we use these gifts from the Holy Spirit? 
so that our lives show the love of God within us. I have an example that can involve all of the gifts in one way or another. Use love instead of getting angry. Being upset and out of the spirit happens when you're paying attention to what's going on in the world and not leaning towards Christ. And what do say of the Lord? You are not going to represent the Lord and can be harmful to your walk when you don't minister to those in need with love. It takes peace not to go off on someone who has wronged you. It takes patience because patience endures as you pray for the person involved. Not going off on someone is kindness and action because you have a gentle heart, self-control, or strength of spirit to hold your tongue. When you can successfully hold your tongue, you feel the joy of the Lord because you know you're wanting to please God by acting godly. You also miss out on the power of the abundant life when you fail to walk in the spirit and deal with the world only in the way that the world deals instead of using the Holy Spirit. As we go through challenges, we should give a witness on how God is in control of us and everything. We should show we trust God to work things out by exhibiting the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That's our living testimony. Family, we want to end every teaching with a segment called Parenting as God Parents Us. This was titled and suggested by my nephew. So nephew and young parents, take this to heart. Tonight, God showed us in his word the gifts of the Spirit. I like Passion Translation. Teach the nine gifts to your children. Give a new gift to memory, beginning with divine love. Define the word divine. It means godly. Connected to last week's lesson on unconditional love, give examples of divine love. For example, we love our friends. Your child might say, sometimes my friend doesn't share. Explain to your child. That's the time we can still love them like God always loves us. They can't tell their friend. They can tell their friend, I didn't like it when you didn't share. Help the conversation. Get to the point. One can always love the person, even when we do not like things they do. Draw a picture of friends playing and write a sentence about love. Now, let us pray. Lord, to whom we owe all praise and honor for the things you have done, for the things you are doing, and for all that you will do. Lord, thank you for letting us know that all power is still in you. Lord, you are the true vine, and you remove every branch that bears no fruit. Yes. Lord, according to your word, every branch that bears fruit, you prune so that it may bear more fruit. Lord, we ask for pruning for our family, for our loved ones, our children, our grandchildren, siblings, aunts, uncles, cousins, and friends that do the will of our Father. We ask for pruning over the leaders of this country, as well as the leaders around the world, and the ones who refuse to do the will of our Father, that they be removed from office so that the leaders who desire to produce the fruit of the Spirit will be used by the Lord to continue the will of our Father for equal law, for justice, 
equality for all people, that the spirit will convict according to the spirit, and that the law according to the law. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness and high places. Lord, teach us to take on the whole armor of God, that we may be able to withstand in the day of evil. Having done all to stand, we just stand. We thank you, Lord, and we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Family, once again, we want to thank each and every one of you for joining us tonight on the line for family prayer. We ask that you go in peace and that you go in love and that you would reflect back on these scriptures so that God may take you further into the understanding of his word. We love each and every one of you and remember to hold one another up in prayer. God bless you. Good night. Good night.